Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Empowered Eating Podcast. My name is Lauren Boleen, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach, here to teach you all about intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food and body. I am currently doing a series walking you through each intuitive eating principle out of, there's 10 principles, and today, real quickly, we're going to cover principle two, which is honor your hunger. So if you haven't listened to the last episode of this podcast, episode 55, in that one, I'm covering a little bit more about how what it looks like to get started in the Empowered Eating Program and principle one of intuitive eating, which is rejecting the diet mentality, a super important first step if you're getting started on your intuitive eating journey. But today, let's just go ahead and dive right in and cover principle two. So um, I use the intuitive eating workbook in my empowered eating program with my clients, and I do find it to be a really valuable resource in educating about intuitive eating. So I'm actually going to read the description from the intuitive eating workbook for you about what they cover in principle two. So it says, keep your body biologically fed with adequate energy and carbohydrates. Otherwise, you can trigger a primal drive to overeat. Once you reach the moment of excessive hunger, all intentions of moderate conscious eating are fleeting and irrelevant. Learning to honor the first biological signal of hunger sets the stage for rebuilding trust with yourself and food. This is such a pivotal principle in the intuitive eating process because so much of what we're focusing on during principle two is that ability to actually be in tune with your current body and to connect the dots between the habits that you have, you know, the way that you eat, the way that you take care of yourself and how it makes you feel. That is really at the root of intuitive eating. For me as an intuitive eating coach, I want to help you build the ability to be in tune with your body and to trust that you know what is best for yourself. So I love principle two because of course we talk about hunger and what that looks like, but before we even address that part, I want to talk about something really cool and important that they've included in this principle. So in order to actually become aware in your own body, you have to learn how to take care of yourself and how to recognize what actually needs to be taken care of. Um, Part of the problem with being stuck in the dieting cycle is that anytime you feel emotional, because you are restricting food and um, depriving yourself, you're at a weak moment. And so you immediately turn to food. And that's when the binges happen. You know, you've been literally starving yourself for so long that when anything happens that is potentially another self-care issue, you're turning to the food for comfort. You're binge eating. Um, And no, we don't really cover emotional eating here. We're much more talking about biological hunger in this principle. But I love that they are bringing in um, observance of your self-care habits and your attunement disruptors. Attunement disruptors are the things that you're doing that are maybe helping keep you disconnected from your own body. They are maybe helping keep you from feeling good in your body. And so in principle two in the workbook, there's a whole section that's covering what are your self-care needs, like sitting and reflecting and taking that time to figure out what actually 
what you actually need, right? So you're covering the self-care needs. And I also love the idea of building awareness around the attunement disruptors. So those things that we're in the habit of doing that actually aren't helping us. Um, both of these things and taking the time to reflect and intentionally think about how they affect you is a huge step forward in recognizing your own body signals um, and being in tune with your own needs. So that's part of what you're covering in principle two. The other thing is that we're going to really try and get in tune with the actual natural um, hunger and fullness signals that your body does have. So this might be something that you struggle with if you are someone who has dieted forever. (laughs) Dieting deeply disconnects us from actually being able to recognize our own hunger, our own like natural hunger and fullness signals that are biologically ingrained into our body because we are reliant on someone else telling us what we should or shouldn't be eating. Um, I know for many of my clients, for myself, there were times in my life where I would actually celebrate getting to that point of ravenous hunger because one, I didn't understand that the ravenous hunger was a sure sign that I was going to binge. And two, because we are told over and over and over to ignore that natural hunger signal. We are told that what we are supposed to eat should be enough and that those hunger signals from our bodies are like literally weakness that's fucked. That's not the case. We have biological hunger cues for survival. So a lot of principle two is going to be helping you understand what actually happens when you avoid listening to those natural signals from your body. What happens when you don't eat? Um, You're also going to learn about what it means to be biologically fed. And I just want to clarify, that's not to say that that's the only reason to eat. Um, you're allowed to eat emotionally. And there is a whole principle about emotional eating that we get into later through the process. Um, But this principle is going to help you really understand what is biological hunger, what are different types of hunger that we drive our body to that are necessary to recognize, um, and how do we respond to those in a timely manner that is showing respect to our body. Biological hunger cues are for our survival. And it is important that we learn how to be in tune with our body enough to respect those and listen to those. Um, So that's another big part of what you're going to be learning in principle two. And then principle two also includes a um, tracking activity. So I'll talk a little bit more about where principle two comes into play in the Empowered Eating Program. But again, in the workbook, you're going to find principle two to have a hunger and fullness scale in a journaling activity that goes along with it that's going to help you recognize what am I even doing right now? How, what does hunger actually feel like? Like, I don't even know where to start because when you've been dieting for so long, it can feel really difficult. Um, I know a lot of people report that you don't feel like you can even feel hunger until you are at that ravenous level of hunger. And then finally, the workbook's going to give you some activities to help you figure out what types of meals or snacks you can basically have planned ahead of time. Um, Not like meal planning, 
not like actually meal prepping, but just having like sitting and reflecting and having that list of things that work for you so that when you have one of those days where it's been a long time, you didn't get a chance to honor your hunger cues, um, you're kind of at that point of urgent and I need something now, you have an immediate list in your mind of like, oh, I can do this. And this this whole goal of this activity is to help you create that consistent habit around eating by making the barrier easier to eating by already having a plan for what you're going to eat, right? So that's kind of what principle two is all about. Of course, there's so much more I could talk about, but I want to explain to you a little bit about how I use principle two in the empowered eating program. So if you are considering signing up for the program and getting the extra support to work through the intuitive eating process with me and with the community of women who are already here in the program, already doing this work, already seeing amazing changes because they slowed down and learned how to listen to their body, this is what it's going to look like in the Empowered Eating Program. So principle two, while it is still a part of the slow down pillar of the program, which is the very first pillar in the empowered eating program, most people aren't going to go straight from principle one to principle two when they work with me. And I do this for a very specific reason. Um, I actually, in my curriculum for my clients have principle two around week four of the program. This is because of this portion of the process where it's going to require you to basically track your current eating patterns. Um, and even when I say track, I want to I want to speak to it more as observation and reflection on what's actually happening. <laughs> um, because and, and this is a, an important step that we can't skip, right? Even in my program, we're going to have to do some observation of how you are currently eating, because if you're binging, we got to figure out why, right? We cannot learn what needs to be changed and in order to help you stop binge eating until you can honestly track how you eat without shame. So this is why in the Empowered Eating Program, principle two is not going to become until week four, because you need multiple weeks of mindset work to be able to go into a tracking activity without turning it into a diet and trying to control what you're eating or feeling super shameful about what you're writing down. Many people, when they get to principle two, may already have started to see some changes in the way that they're eating just from what they learned in those first three weeks where we're covering a lot of mindset work and self-talk. And recognition of what else we need to focus on if we're really thinking about being a healthier version of ourselves. Um, and I just know that because tracking food is a dieting tool that so, so many of us use. And I know when, you know, I first saw that there was this food tracking activity, my eyes were kind of like, um, red flags, you know, I think that's that's why we need to take time and put mindset work into preparing for this activity. And then by the time you get there, you're going to find it's not that scary. Um, you'll notice that you're going to understand so much more why you're eating the way you are, and you're going to have me there to help you see it too. So to be clear, 
no, there's nothing like my fitness pal. There's not some app where you're going to be sitting and writing down every morsel of food you put in your mouth. You're not going to be tracking really with me any sort of nutrition info or actual portion sizing or anything like that. I get to help my clients because of that mindset work we spend weeks doing ahead of time, learn how to track in a way that feels like you're actually just neutrally gathering important information instead of the self-monitoring that dieting has us do in order to control and restrict ourselves. This activity, this observation, this ability to do it neutrally without guilt and shame is pivotal to figuring out how to move forward in your intuitive eating journey and how to figure out what are the actual habits that I need to change in order to start binge eating. So because it is something that honestly might be triggering to have to do, it's something that my clients benefit immensely from having support and education around before diving in. So if you're someone who's spent a whole lot of your life tracking food to restrict yourself, I want you to think right now what the difference would be for you if you had a registered dietitian on your team, if you had spent weeks getting support and guidance in how to have the right mindset around what we're doing here, and then you had someone to check in with throughout this um, observation activity who could help you reorient and shift your mindset and pull you back out of that diet mindset that might want to creep up. It's going to make it a lot easier to actually gain the knowledge that you need to gain from this activity instead of falling backwards, obsessing over what you're putting on there, feeling bad for eating candy or whatever it is that happened. I mean, you know, one of the things that I help my clients do is really understand it's okay to eat, right? It's okay to eat. It's okay to eat whatever you needed to eat and we can change it if you don't feel good. And so this, this tracking activity really helps us see what the patterns are in your current habits. And then I get to help you observe this and then connect the dots between when the binges happen and why. And to have that actual data sitting in front of you, to take the time and the effort to write it down and then reflect on it, and to be able to be supported to do that in a way that's not just sitting and talking shit on yourself for what you chose to do, oh my God, (laughs) it's a game changer. And I actually think it's interesting, this activity really, for me, and I know for many of my clients, has helped us start doing this in other places in our lives with other habits. So again, we talk about in the intuitive eating workbook, those self-care habits, those attunement disruptors. Those are things that because of this tracking activity, because of the mindset work that I'm doing with you leading up to it, you're able to start neutrally observing those self-care and attunement disruptors to also figure out what changes you need to make to be the healthiest version of you there. But back to the tracking activity, another note that I want to point out, we talked about how in principle two, you're going to learn about recognizing your biological hunger and fullness cues again. I know so many people feel lost recognizing that. I know that you're still stuck in this pattern of not being, not actually taking the time or not being able to eat until you are experiencing ravenous hunger, which is leading you to binge. 
one of the things we also get to talk about is that meal planning aspect. I get to sit with my clients and ask, okay, let's start with what works for you. And then because I'm a registered dietitian, I can look through what my clients are eating without you having to track nutrition and tell you here are places where we could add most of the time we need to just add food (laughs) Um, here or we can add a different set of macronutrients so that you're staying full longer so that we can combat this pattern that you have that's leading to binging. This is extremely helpful when you are coming from a place where your decision making around food wants to, you know, keep you stuck with the diet rules. Um, When you have a registered dietitian with you saying there's nothing wrong with what you've eaten here, here's how we can change it so that you stay full longer or here's how we could change it so that you stop binging with the also constant reassurance that like nutrition doesn't really fucking matter. The first thing we need to do is build the consistent habit of eating. And how do we how do we work together to make that the easiest for you so that over time your body builds trust that you're eating enough so that then your body can trust that it's allowed to crave nutrition instead of just the energy it needs because you're so energy deprived after all of these years of dieting. I love this activity. It's a really fun activity. It's a really fun principle because I feel like we're really getting into some of the harder work where you're having to own up to the power that you have and the decision making that you have that's leading you to binge. Um, And to be able to observe it neutrally and just really be supported to think, hey, this is what happened. This is how I felt afterwards. How do I change this and move forward? And like to have me there supporting you through that. Oh my gosh. It just, it's, we really start to see big changes in your behaviors around food because of the work that we do in principle too. So of course, in the Empowered Eating Program, in addition to the workbook, you're actually going to get a set of videos to provide further education and coaching. And in the Empowered Eating Program, those additional coaching videos um, for Principle 2 are just going to help you have more clarity about basically, again, why we're doing what we're doing. Why are we tracking this? It seems crazy, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it in a way that feels really good, actually. Um, I'm going to help you understand how to neutrally observe what is happening, what's the mindset changes that need to be made, where can we recognize diet culture coming back up. Um because all of those are kind of the things that end up leading you to binge. Um, You're going to learn about the biology and physiology of hunger. You're going to learn about the different types of hunger that you experience and the different ways that we can respond to those. You're going to learn about what is actually happening when you don't eat again and how that leads to binges. You're going to have so much help really connecting the importance of eating and eating consistently, no matter what the food is, to reducing your binges. And again, everything I teach is taught in a weight-neutral, non-judgmental way. I love when you ask questions. I love when you are able to point out where your diet culture thoughts are coming up and we can talk through that together. This is just something I I love to do it. I love to do it. Okay, so the actual videos that you'll get to watch in principle two with the Empowered Eating Program, we're gonna talk about what are the eating phases of intuitive eating? 
Like, what does it actually look like when you start changing your eating habits as an intuitive eater? And what are the normal kind of ups and downs that you can expect to go through before you get to that point of fully trusting your own body, of craving nutrition, of being able to know exactly how to work with your schedule so that you're still taking care of and feeding yourself. So the eating phases can be really helpful insight into what the rest of the process is look will look like and what you can expect. We're going to talk about how to start honoring your hunger. That's another one of the videos. This is the one where you're going to learn all about hunger, all about those biological cues and how to actually start listening to those again over what diet culture has forced you to believe all of these years. I have a whole like 20 minute video on the hunger and fullness journal and the tracking activity. We're going to cover the mindset. We're going to cover the do's and don't worry about. We're going to cover um, exactly what you may expect, what types of patterns to look out for that may lead to binging. I also have um, a document in this portion of the program that's just going to give you a bunch of questions to consider as you observe your hunger and fullness journal, plus another little coaching video where I share, you know, I've been doing this for three years, so I definitely have been able to see the patterns and where people get stuck. So there's going to be another video for you that's just going to cover basically my common recommendations and the coaching that I make during this portion of the process to, again, help you keep the right mindset about it, keep that neutral observation at front of mind, um, and just get the support that you really need. Because one of the things, you know, I really like about this program is that while of course you're like literally always going to have access to the Facebook community for support and those two times a week community calls where you can get individualized coaching and support and shifting your mindset when those hurdles come up or, you know, that diet mindset just isn't being quiet today. I also love that with this new version of the Empowered Eating Program, I'm incorporating more of that coaching that you'll get on the calls into the videos so that if you have a few weeks where you can't make it to the call, it's no big deal and you still have access to the insight that you need to get through it without falling back into the diet mindset or feeling ashamed about what you're eating. So another thing that we're really emphasizing up front in the Empowered Eating Program and specifically in Principle 2 is again, and I actually, in with Principle 1, you have a whole video about self-care and why it's so important. With Principle 2, again, we're going to be talking about the importance of rest and the other self-care needs that you have and recognizing when you're doing things that aren't helping you. So as we look through your hunger and fullness journal, I'll also be there reminding you and pointing out to you that this does not exist in a vacuum, right? You have a personal schedule. You have other responsibilities. You have personal obligations that you also have to tend to. And most likely these are affecting your current eating habits. Um, So I love getting to be there to look through that journal with you so that we can remember that together and so that then I can help you figure out a way to work 
with your actual real life schedule instead of continuing to set yourself up to break your self-trust by setting these unrealistic goals around food and what else you're actually going to be able to accomplish in the time you have available to you in real life, considering you have other things going on. It can be so easy to get down on yourself and like feel bad for not doing enough. Oh my God, I can't even tell you how many times I have had clients come to calls and be like, oh, I didn't do my work. I didn't get through it. Like I'm feeling really guilty. I almost didn't come to the call today. And my response every time is, sounds like you did exactly what you needed to do. So what can we learn from that? Can you imagine a dietitian, a nutrition coach, whatever you want to call me, actually respecting that you have other things going on in your life? And it just is the only way that makes sense to coach for me because you're always going to have other things going on in your life. I want to teach you real solutions here in the Empowered Eating Program. I don't want you to, for three months, be fully dedicated to only this and then three, you know, after that three months, never spend time thinking about it. I would much rather we like go low and slow. We are incorporating this into your real life. You are taking the time you need to get through it. And uh, it really helps to be reminded that you don't have to do everything all the time every week, you know? So I do find that with this principle, a lot of what my coaching is, is really about how self-care, what you're eating, how you're talking to yourself, it really is all connected to how you feel. Um, I really get to be there to reinforce and remind you over and over, over and over and over, (laughs) that you are allowed to be kinder and gentler to yourself about what your eating looks like, especially now. We're learning so much when you write things down honestly and report them honestly. I get to help you look at that journal and remind you that the worries that you're having about this or that or or whatever is on there is an old diet culture rule that we can let go of together, that you are safe, that you are doing the right thing by eating something instead of nothing. Um, one of the biggest things I do with this activity is I'm pushing people to eat more. So often... Someone will come to a call with their journal and they'll say, oh my God, I feel like I ate so much and then I binged and then we're able to go through that food tracking and actually say, well, you binged because you actually didn't eat that much. And as a registered dietitian, I can kind of look at that and I can see what the nutrition combinations are that you're eating and help you understand exactly why it's not that much and how to increase it in a way that's going to make you feel better and keep you full longer. And then another one of the biggest things is, again, that reminder that you have other things going on in your life. Self-care has to be addressed. Mental health needs to be addressed. Um, You know, what are the things that you're doing that are actually hurting you? And how can we How can you help learn how to coach yourself through in that moment where you want to do the thing that's not helping to actually do the thing that helps? It's really fun. It's hard. It's hard. (laughs) It's hard work, but it's really fun to actually be at a point where you can just neutrally observe all of these things and go, oh, it is up to me to change this behavior or not. And I have permission to do either. I have been told that this is a principle where people are finding a 
it really, really helpful to have my help looking through it and moving through it. Um, I think this is one where we really get to practice setting realistic expectations about what your eating habits might need to look like um, so that you're eating consistently, so that you're eating in a way that's going to help you finally stop binging. And I mentioned earlier, but you know, when you sign up for the Empowered Eating Program, you are signing up for lifetime access to me, to the coaching, to the program videos, and any updates that come along with the program, to the community support. So I normally will see clients and encourage my clients to spend a couple weeks, if not more, in this principle and with this tracking activity. So it's hard to figure out the data if you don't have time to track everything you're eating. And I don't necessarily want you to have to track everything you're eating. This activity is also a practice in the awareness of like what you're eating and how it's making you feel in your body. So it's not even necessarily that you have to write down every single thing you eat with the tracking. But when we're not doing that, it's also helpful to have a few more weeks worth of data so that we can look at that together. And the Empowered Eating Program is going to give you the flexibility to take that time to actually understand what's going on so we can actually do the thing that's going to help you stop binging. So if you have a week where you can track all your meals and that's what you want to do, we can work with it. If you want to take three weeks to come up with your data, we can work with that too. We're going to notice the difference between how you eat during the week and on the weekends. We're going to notice where you're not eating and how many days it takes for the binge to happen. There's so much we're going to learn from this data that you track. And so I want you to have an adequate amount of time to gather whatever you need so that we can move forward and so that you're fully on board with what you're learning. The Empowered Eating Community the program, it really, really is very relaxed in this community but it's also very encouraging in a way that I want you to take the time that you deserve to do this work and to heal. You're always going to be supported. You're always going to learn something on a call, even if you couldn't get to the curriculum, which I think is also awesome about being a part of a program. <laughs> um, even if that means you're not even getting coached on the call, but you're coming and listening to what other people ended up working on. Or we're going to talk about what successes you did have or what things you observed about yourself without even having to be in the book or doing the activities because this is lifelong work. This is a lifelong habit I want you to be able to develop of listening and being in tune with your body to decide what works and what doesn't work for you. Through this work, through this activity, we really are going to shed some light on why you're binging and we're really going to be able to pinpoint and change the behaviors that need changed in order for that to stop. It is possible to stop binge eating. It just does take some intentional time and effort to figure out why it's happening and how we can change it. So that is a little quick run through of what principle two looks like in the empowered eating program. Again, not principle one, principle two for us in the Empowered Eating Program. We're going um, literally not until week four do we get into principle two in this tracking activity. I just want to make sure that you have all of the mindset work done that you need. We together are always going to make decisions about how you move through the program, at what pace, 
what principle we're going to move into. Um, you have a lot of personal autonomy in how this process goes for you because that's what I want to teach you. I want to teach you how to trust yourself to make those decisions. Um, and it just really brings me so much joy because I know at the beginning, I always see my clients asking a lot for like my approval or is this right or is this wrong or are you sure I should do this? And I love to see towards the end, once we start getting into the empower portion of the program, how just through this coursework, my clients are like, I'm going to go here next. This is what sounds good to me and this is why. This is what I want to work on and this is what I don't think I'm ready for yet. Wow. That kind of transformation of needing my approval to having just that personal understanding and attunement to your own body and what need, what you need and what works for you, that alone is an amazing thing to learn through this program, let alone you're going to stop binge eating, you're going to be able to actually crave nutrition again, you're going to be able to respect your boundaries, you're going to know how to take care of yourself, and none of it is going to be focused on losing weight. That is life-changing work. So those are the main things from principle two. Again, principle two is honor your hunger. I hope this continues to be a helpful breakdown of what intuitive eating really looks like in the process when you're diving all in. And of course, if you want the extra community, the accountability, the support, and the guidance that comes with joining the Empowered Eating Program, I'd love to talk with you about it more and share exactly how we work together through each principle of the intuitive eating process, plus the additional education you'll receive from the program videos, the community calls, and the individualized coaching you'll get as a member of the Empowered Eating community. These are the things that are going to help you break free from the binge and restrict cycle. They're going to help you break free of that dieting cycle. They're going to help you. This program is going to help you learn to neutrally accept. And that's where we start. You know, body positivity can totally be on the table. But with my program, we're going to start with neutrality. Um, so helping you neutrally accept that the body you're in right now today is the only one you have. And it is your body. And we do that in order to change the negative self-talk that you have about your body and your appearance. The best part of my program, the best part of what you're going to learn as a member of the Empowered Eating community is that you're going to be able to start making those decisions that are best for you without giving a fuck what other people think about it. That is why I call it Empowered Eating. I want you to trust yourself. I want you to feel empowered to do what you have to do for you. If you're ready to learn about the program, you can go to go.nutritionwithlauren.com schedule to set up your free 45-minute discovery call. You can find the link to that in the description of this episode. So you can also find me on Instagram and TikTok and threads. No, that's a new thing. Um, you can find me there at dietitian period Lauren Boleen. You can send me an email at bolenenutrition at gmail.com and stay tuned for the next episode of this intuitive eating principle series. We next will be covering principle three, which is make peace with food. Talk to you soon.